На этой неделе на 66-м километре Киевского шоссе появился необычный информационный щит. С него областная автоинспекция сообщает водителям о приближающейся аномальной зоне. Это первый This случай, когда участок дороги, of который мало A collection of personal stories we encountered while traveling on the Trans-Siberian Railway from Moscow to Vladivostok. We, that is, two Russians with an audio recorder and an Austrian with a camera. You can find all of those stories on our website, mesto47.org. ВС мистики и ученые. Алексей Поляков присоединился к исследователям, а заодно выяснил, на каких дорогах в Москве. Episode 2. The Fortune Teller. Приехали, пожалуй, самый необычный информационный щит в России. И ведь ничего не изменилось. Все тот же лес, та же трасса. What you are hearing is a story on Russian national news. It's about a single road sign. The sign is far from a standard speed limit warning. It says, attention, anomaly zone, 66 to 69 kilometers, with very visual images of car crashes. Apparently, the amount of accidents happening on this three-kilometer stretch of road was so high that the government decided to put up a warning sign without having a particular explanation on why exactly accidents occur. In order to find the answer, the journalists invite an expert to comment. It's an esoteric specialist who concludes that a high level of electromagnetic waves distracts the drivers, leading to those accidents. The journalist nods in agreement and thanks him for the expertise. I knew this even before this trip, but meeting so many people all over Russia made me realize even more. Us, Russians, we are superstitious. Our next story is a great example of that. Vima is the mother of my godmother, and she is one of only two people we met through personal connections. Both of them live in Moscow, both of them are babushkas, the grannies. You can read the story about the life of the other granny, Vera, the wife of general in the Red Army, on our website, master47.org. So, Marina and I are invited for tea at Rima's place. On our way there, we stop by a supermarket to get some cake. I'm told that in Russia, you can never show up empty-handed. Rima lives in an apartment in a Khrushchevka. That's the nickname given to standardized apartment buildings developed in the Soviet Union in the early 1960s named after then-Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev. They were the solution to a severe housing shortage back then. This house was built in 1962. In the same year, this piano and this buffet moved in here. Like the same year, 62. Rima lives on the second floor. It's a cozy little apartment with a squeaky wooden floor, wallpaper, and a mixture of furnitures from all different decades. Some of the things she has there we saw in several places we entered during this trip. A carpet on the wall, the buffet, a display cabinet containing all kinds of things and chinaware, and a piano. There's not much empty space. On every surface there are small collectibles, flowers, or herbs from her dacha laid out to dry. As we walk into the living room, her library catches my eyes. The entire wall is packed with the books on esotericism. Self-healing without medicine, brilliant bioenergy, birthdays, key to understanding people, how to achieve spiritual enlightenment, 
She sees us staring and gives us a tour around her library. This book was presented to me by the scientist Semyonov himself. Here are photos from space, the image of Christ. Here are some chosen numerical prayers. For example, for the treatment of the optic nerve, you should read this prayer, Our Father, then these numbers. Here is an example, atherosclerosis, for example. You need to read 1, be silent, 3, 2, pause, one, silence, then zero, and code and misa. If you repeat this, your atherosclerosis will gradually begin to leave you. Rima had a stroke about a year ago. She has difficulty walking and barely leaves the apartment. But that doesn't necessarily mean she has a lot of free time. She gets many calls at least every half an hour. We finally sit down to have a tea. Rima knows all about the project, so there is no need to ask for juicy details of her life. She knows the deal. She knows what we came for, and she's happy to tell us all about herself. She starts off with the most important her mission in life. I have always been interested in the unknown. I was born on the 25th lunar day. That means I am prone to insight and intuitions. My destiny is to interact with people. My karmic task is to serve them. I have been learning and practicing numerology and esotericism for 40 years already. Originally, I am an engineer. I have 52 years of work experience. I have a massive understanding of numbers. Everything now is becoming digital. Pythagoras created a special matrix in which he determined the birthday of each person Combinations of these numbers from 1 to 9 are organized in table cells and they tell about the future, character, energy, duty, and hobbies of a person. As we sit there in her cozy living room, sipping our herb tea, the nature outside suddenly becomes wild. Do you like the mushrooms? Rain stops pouring and the wind is so loud, we have to close the window. Like in a classic mystery thriller. 
Then Rima turns to Georg and asks him when he was born. Well, not really. Rima is a professional. She called ahead asking for the numbers to do her calculations. But she explained to us how it works. She takes the numbers of my birthday, 9-4-1987, and maps them on a 3x3 grid that contains the numbers from 1 to 9. Don't ask me what happens when there is a zero on your birthday. She also did some calculations, like adding up the individual numbers, that makes 38, and 3 plus 8 is 11, etc. From that, she told me things about my past, my future. It's hard to exactly say how much she got right or wrong. A lot of what she said were good character traits that everybody would like to hear about themselves. But she told me I'll find my love in 2021. I'll update you if that happens. She even told me about my sex life. I never thought I'd ever have a babushka tell me about that. Я не профессиональный эзотерик, это мое увлечение. Все началось с того, что меня пригласили. I am not a professional esoteric. It's my passion. It all started when my friend invited me to an underground theater in the 70s. They were showing Filipino healers surgically removing cancerous tumors. I really liked it. Then my grandma taught me how to read tarot cards. I also went to secret yoga lessons. This was when it was banned in the USSR. The police chased us out. Then I refused fortune telling because I thought it was a sin. But without numbers, nothing can be done. This is an objective worldwide assessment of our human life. Differences in people are due to the natural properties of man, which come from the date of his birth. So I went to the theory of numerology and began using the pendulum and a dowsing. Rima's dowsing rod is an L-shaped piece of wire about 30 centimeters long with a wooden handle on the short end where she holds it. The long end is mostly straight with the short section that is bent to a spiral near the end. The tip has a little brass cap. She holds it over things to measure their energy or answer questions. It leans left and right to indicate yes or no, but when it detects a lot of energy, it starts spinning. The reason why I know about dowsing is because I was raised in the 90s. It was a time of economic chaos and instability in post-Soviet Russia when nothing made sense. This situation planted the seed for a prosperous development of multiple branches of pseudosciences, with esotericism being the most popular. Whenever there is a clash of generations in Russia, all the people try to tell the 20-something-year-olds how to live their life. A common argument for the younger ones is... Wait, how can you give us advice? Are you not the generation that charged their water through the TV screen? Yes, this literally did happen on national TV. A healer called Alan Tumak would host a program that could help you recover from any disease and even charge your water next to the screen. Insane, isn't it? Of course, Rima charges her water too. She shows us a special spot on her window. 
Every night I put it under the cone and in the morning it is charged with the energetic pyramid. This charge is so strong that you don't need to sharpen knives. They will straighten themselves in the right places. She moves the rod to the water and it starts spinning. I look closer and notice a slight movement of her wrist. Can it be that her wrist is spinning it, not the energetic charge of the water? She hands the rod to me and I try. It stays still. There is an awkward silence, and then she says that the rod is not used to the energy of my hand yet. I also tried it, but I secretly wanted it to spin on purpose. I mean, how hard can it be? But it also stayed still. It probably detected my fraud and refused to work. Rima tells us that in the 70s she worked in a career center at Faudienha, the exhibition of achievements of national economy, one of the biggest trade show and exhibition centers in Moscow. She admits that she never followed the official instructions and used esotericism a lot to help her clients define their future career path. Now she does it only for friends. I don't charge for service and help exclusively acquaintances and friends. I don't do advertisements. This direct connection from heart to heart is only possible if the person believes in me. Some clients cannot even take a step without me. I helped the son of my friend to buy a car. He goes and searches for cars on an auspicious day, which I set for him earlier. He only has around 50,000. He calls me. I ask him to put his hand on the hood of the car. With the hood, I can determine its resource and efficiency. A car is essentially an animated robot. She can react to people like a dog to its owner. I helped him choose a car for 45000 It served him like a powerful horse. Sometimes I think I could work in customs at the airport. I could easily determine what is being transported, vodka, weapons, cartridges. One time, a client met a man and she told me about him. I say, do you know that he is 40? And she is 23. I see that he fooled her. After two days, she comes to me and says, Rima Pavlovna, you are right, he is 42. 
Why does she need this old fart if so many guys go after her when she is such a pretty girl? We immediately found out everything about him, and she broke up with him. Я вижу, что он ей морочит голову. Она пришла через два дня и сказала, что вы правы. На самом деле это так. Она молодая, красивая. У нее будущее впереди. Мне она с ним рассталась. How she guided her friend through the phone to find an earring in the apartment. How she helped her other client, a bank manager, improve relations with her colleagues. Some people just get addicted to her voice, guiding them through their life, and they cannot even sneeze without a word from her. But it's not just your love life or a lost item she can help you with. It's also your health. Давление, кровь, определить диабет и места. With the help of my dousing rod, I do diagnostics. I can see the whole body, pressure, blood. I really trust only non-traditional medicine. One time, I was going to the therapist and I said, I feel terrible. He said, well, you're already old. What do you still have to cure? I went to the corner and with the dousing and saw she bought her diploma. Вот, и вот он идет, все хорошо, хорошо. Ушки хорошие, носик все, все горлышко нормальное у него, все, все идет. Так, с питанием, с питанием, с питанием надо разобраться внимательнее с едой. Rima scans my body for diseases with the dowsing rod, moving it from top to bottom. My head is fine. My heart is fine, and my hips seem to be very fine. The rod spins, indicating a lot of sexual energy. Here is a moment I lose my patience. I finally confront her and say that many people call esotericism as pseudoscience. What does she think about that? Так, например, знаменитый врач эзотерик Коновалов выступает. Many people don't believe in it. When famous esoteric doctor Konovalov appeared, Luzhniki Stadium, it was a full house. I went to his performance for 12,000 rubles. They have tickets for 4,000, but I have bad hearing. I need to sit close. Some people claim that he is a swindler. How can you not believe if when he appeared, 6,000 people attended? Everyone was silent, listening with bated breath. A fly flew by, but nobody heard it. This is called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. 
Life is so difficult now that people already cannot live with this psychological pressure. People come to this doctor, they calm down, everything is fine, everything is wonderful. My work helps people feel needed. Recently, I visited my father's grave for the first time. I told one of my clients that now I can die. She said, Rima Pavlovna, how so? We all need you. I help people make less mistakes. I notice that she keeps giggling as she gives out her predictions. All throughout our interview, I just can't help having this funny feeling. Does she actually believe in her gift herself? But if she does it just for the attention, isn't it a dangerous game to play? People trust her with their lives, with their important decisions. And she manipulates them, creating this attention. You don't know what to do? Why make a decision? Just call Rima, and the dowsing rod will have a perfect answer. But then again, what if it's just us being so skeptical, refusing to see the gift in a person next to us? Well, hmm, now when I think about it, I think there is a good way to check. She did mention that she does not see that great success for Master 47. So if you happen to be listening to this right now, she might have been making stuff up this whole time. Rima Pavlovna is 85 years old. She lives in Moscow. Voice acting in this episode was done by Leslie Thompson. The music is by Blue Dot Sessions. Mixing by Artem Grishin. Master 47 is a project by Marina Dmuchovskaya and Georg Valna. You can find more stories and pictures also of Rima's dowsing rod on master47.org. <laughs>